There's a morning song Sung by everyone And it carries me along My work here is done Gonna see my son To thy kingdom come Past the setting sun I'm headed home well, I'm headed Hey Music City Spotlight Hanging out with Chris Ketchum How's What's it going? Up, Chris? <laughs> What's up? You gonna play us a song or what? Yeah, I'll play us a song Do it Just start off with a song? Yeah Let's do it This is a song I wrote with a girl named Casey Mulkin. She goes by Casey Renee, but I'll just play it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> She's going to be cool with us putting on the internet. She doesn't have any record deal. Anyone could, could download it. Yeah, no, she'll be cool. Okay. She's just like me. In the same mm-hmm. spot that I am. She's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, a, just like me. I have a beard. All right, this one's called um, Cold Spell. Since I felt your lips pressed against mine And my fingertips don't reach for yours anymore And I've been drifting You can't pull me back then again You haven't really tried You let that fire fade to dust I left you in the rain to rust It's not enough for both of us to just give up We couldn't hear our cries for help We just can't make it by ourselves Gotta find our spark again Ignite the fire In our hearts again We're just going through a cold spell Yeah, we're just going through a cold spell It's been a while Since I've seen you smile Like you love me I've met you mile after mile Through every heartache, every long day Every time I want to run away I fall back into your hands Cause you let that fire fade to dust I left you in the rain to rust It's not enough for both of us Just give up We couldn't hear our cries for help We just can't make it by ourselves Gotta find our spark again Ignite the fire in our hearts again 
We're just going through a cold spell We're just going through a cold spell And I still love you I still need you I still want to work it out Might have lost little faith But we always come around We're just going through a cold spell We're just going through a cold spell Nice. So where'd you meet this chick with no beard that you wrote this song with? <laughs> I just met her through uh, writing. I was actually working with this guy that was setting up rights for me. Just doing it, just kind of wanting to be... So you do all that Nashville stuff? Do all that Nashville stuff, right? With other people, yeah. Uh, when I first strangers. moved down, yeah, with strangers. Now, but essentially, now I've got like a group of five or six that, like, I know it's going to be just a cool hang, you know? Because I feel like it's more about the hang than it is writing music. Sometimes, like, sometimes we're well, going to get yeah. a good song. Most sometimes. of the times, we're going to get. I'm sorry, cutting you off. No, no, <laughs> no. Go ahead, dude. Like sometimes we're going to get us a good song. Sometimes we're going to don't look just... at me like that kind of host. You know. <laughs> I'm the kind of host that that has a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cheers to whiskey. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, you just why? Well, yeah, you're so you're saying you got a group of people. Mm-hmm. Do you, but but so you sh- when you showed up in Nashville, you had that idea in mind. Just thought, yeah, I could just show up to all these places and write with strangers. Like I, not when I else. not when I first moved to Nashville. It really freaked me out when I first moved to Nashville because like I always just. How old were you when you moved to Nashville? I was, it was five years ago, so I was 23 years old. I just graduated college. I lived at home for like a year. I realized I didn't do, I always wanted to do something with music. What and did I you never, go to college for? I went to college for screenwriting. Uh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like adult films? Adult films. <laughs> <laughs> no, not adult films. But uh, we, uh, just for writing uh I mean, I was always behind the camera as a kid, I guess, because we were always just making like movies as kids. Really? Like, that was like That's what we cool. did. Yeah. You make your own music videos? We didn't make music videos. I was like, because I didn't pick up the guitar until about about seventh or eighth grade, probably. Mm. And my mom just taught me how to play G, C, and D. And she's yeah, like, you this. Yeah, you were telling me that your mom, your mom plays bluegrass. Yeah, she played bluegrass for 20-some years. She taught me how to play GCND, and she's like, well, I'll get you started. Cause yeah. <laughs> you and the, and yeah. the, you said that your uncle also, also runs a bluegrass festival. He did. It does not, does not no longer exist, but it's called Harmony Pines Bluegrass Festival. It was in Gilson, Illinois, a really small town. How many people would show up? Man, I don't know. It was it was when I was a little kid. Yeah. I wish I could have enjoyed it more. Even if it's 500, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I and mean, it seemed like a lot of people. There's, you know, vendors. All I cared about as a kid was, like, getting those, like, little firecracker poppers and throwing those around and buying swords. And, those are great. Because yeah, it was all, like, in a swords. wooded area. And, like, <laughs> so me and my cousins would just show up and play. And, like, our yeah. moms would be playing music somewhere. And That's amazing. So I grew up with it. But, like, that part didn't click with me until I was older. I was like, man, I wish that was happening Why right now. Why wasn't I doing that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, when I could have really appreciated it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true, right? Yeah. Like, if that, like, yeah. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. But... That's what's beautiful about being a child. Yeah. You know, those years when it was just so in the moment mm-hmm. and you weren't so concerned about 
Well, right now you're you must be concerned about making money as a musician. I mean, I am, but I mean, I'm getting by. I mean, I obviously got the side gig, and like, I'm just writing music. And like, I was just thinking about that the other night. I was like, it's like, well, I'm still just writing music. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. like I you rather... are a songwriter. Yeah, I like. I remember people asking me when I first moved here. Like, oh, so you moved here because you want to be a songwriter? I'm like, I am a songwriter. Uh, yeah. I just live here. I can't. Because they all live here. Right. Uh, and that's that's the hard part for me is, like, getting over the fact of telling people I'm a songwriter. Like, it's, I'm comfortable with it now, but it's just, like, people ask me what I do. Like, I serve tables, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Put down a lot of drinks. And take a lot of orders. Exactly. Jumble. Juggle. <laughs> Juggle things. Yeah. And then just... But I like, but I'm glad that I have like a schedule that allows me to write during the week and like do music and like, yeah, I would rather just do that for a living. But I'm also a firm believer that'll happen. You're natu- hap- like you're yeah. happy. You're I'm, just happy doing it. I'm happy doing it. I'll so you just write it out until it ha- until you until, until you find something where you're not serving tables, but you're in the music business. I don't want to yeah. say industry, but I'd, I'd like to be in the part where I'm mu- making music. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's the main goal. Oh, that'll happen. You yeah. can do that in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah, no. Especially nowadays, with with well, it is cool that you could just meet people. Like I didn't know your music, and you're here now playing it for me. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But but that but I knew you already. Yeah. So most people that come in come here don't. I yeah. don't know them. Fresh off the boat. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they're fresh off the boat. <laughs> Probably not. They're usually American, <laughs> but. <laughs> but I don't. You did know have them. one Indian on here. Oh right? yeah, I did have an Indian. Yeah, yeah. I'm an Indian friend, Atta boy. Yeah, that was cool too. Great conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, the just the learn. I, it's cool to learn. It's cool yeah. to learn about other people. That's something I, I love about cities. Because we were talking earlier about cities. Yeah. Like I want to live in cities. Yeah. I just like Nashville's a big little city. It's a big little city, sure, but it's yeah. It's just like I can't I can't walk across the street and and. Uh, just find some great food necessarily. Well, I, I mean, I know where I, li- I live in Green Hills. But you I kind of can here. A, you need a car. That's you what need we're a car. About. Yeah. yeah, you need. I, I just want to walk around. I want to mm-hmm. take the subway. You can't even. You can't even go to like a party and drink too much here. Yeah, because I'll you have to like two unless or three you get beers. like a thirty dollar Uber ride. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, Ubers aren't that bad. You get yeah, it, like fifteen, but right. still for somebody that you used to stumble to the train and. <laughs> No, but that's not what I mean. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I used to do that, but, yeah, I, but I mean, like, <laughs> for somebody who's like fifteen dollars is maybe a lot. That right, exactly. Maybe right. I have rent coming up, and I still don't have it. So, so you drive and risk the fact that you might get so, a three hundred dollars. So you know, uh, was that song that we were singing earlier? Driving home and I'm wasted. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> crazy line. That's JT and the Kentucky Brush Fire, my fellow people who, 20 of you that listen to this, we are putting out a record. That's happening. That's awesome. What do you think about that? Should we be doing that? I mean, I think you should do whatever you want to do, man. That's what I want to do. I just want to be making, helping people. I just want to be in the part of making music like mm-hmm. you. And, and I like it. I like when it actually happens. Yeah. I don't like waiting around a year for someone to. Yeah. I'm gonna have you all have my record out next year. Well, how about you just come over and I'll record you today. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play us another song. All right, <laughs> getting too philosophical. Well, this was the first song I wrote when I moved to Nashville when I wasn't aware of the whole co-writing thing, and uh, I was missing Chicago. Actually, you'll oh yeah, you're from Chicago. No, well, I went to school in Chicago, so that's oh. where I was like. 
That's where I came from. That's where you before. became a person. <laughs> I guess. Uh, from child to person. Child to person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, and then it got a little darker, but. Definitely. Everyone goes to a dark age. I was living in, an old, you know, just by myself. It was like the first time I'd ever lived by myself. Yeah. I was in a new town. I was like, I miss. Gotta you know, learn, gotta learn how to enjoy solitude. Yeah. And I definitely did learn how to do it. Cause right. like, it was like, I enjoyed it. It's nice though. Yeah. It's good to know that you could carry your own weight. Exactly. Wow. Plus song, plus song. All right. This one's called I'm Coming Home. Take the first train out of Memphis. Leave before that morning light. Case and a pack of cigarettes. Got Chicago on my mind. You know I left my baby freezing with her head between her knees. Yeah. Way back up in that second city With that windy city breeze Time ain't been happening here We stay the same but our worlds disappear Heard that railroad train for twenty something years, but today that whistle blows, and I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I'm headed back up from the south. Found that man who shot my woman down Snuck myself into his house Put a shotgun in his mouth Sat down and looked into his eyes Pumping blood into my veins As cold as ice I done my dues And I done my times Paid my price to take his life Time ain't been happening We stay the same, but our worlds disappear. I've heard that railroad train for twenty-something years, but today that whistle blows, and I'm coming home. I'm coming home, Lord, I'm coming home. I'm coming. 
Soulful? <laughs> no, black music. Black music. Oh, like black comedy? Or like just no. dark? Just dark? No. No, no, black people. <laughs> okay. Black people, the culture. Yeah? You know? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's straight from blues and... and I love blues. And that's not... But like, but like, I mean like 20s and 30s and 40s and that's yeah. it. After that... Here's an interesting concept for you. I'm just throwing it at you. A great song, though, by the way. Thank great you. performance. Appreciate it. But I got all, all these ideas going about... Well, lately, I've been thinking a lot about time periods and, and what was being recorded. Uh-huh. Because not everybody... No one has ever had as much access to recording as they do now. Right. And I really like blues music. I like black music in general. Mm-hmm. I like hip-hop. I like rap, love blues, jazz. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love even like like old blues, like early, early turn of the century stuff too. But I try to find that stuff on records. Uh-huh. And it's so I hard mean, to find. It sounds good on a record too. Oh my God. I'll show you something before you, you leave. Dude, it. I will show you something yeah. before you leave. I but, was going to, like when I first started listening to this and you asked me to come over and play, I was like, oh, I should play some covers. And I had this song but I, yeah. then I listened to the podcast and you guys were talking about more and more covers I was like okay no covers no covers no covers because Can't do it <laughs> no because this is this yeah, is all goes up. up yep goes up and it's and you can download it right. especially I'm not trying exactly. to break the law here right. but and I'm I not trying try, to make you break the law. but I am trying to put to promote creativity yes anyways but, but let me finish this point on the on, on black music is mm-hmm. that I'm trying to I keep trying to find all like old blues music on records and first of all there's not a lot that was recorded anyways because they weren't recording black people too much and it's funny that you turn like you take the 40s and the 50s and they start recording so much jazz and stuff like that and you look yeah. at the pictures and the whole band is white but they're <laughs> playing black music right isn't it yeah it's you know? weird it is weird, and it, like, <laughs> it's like I don't really listen to music from the fifties. Uh-huh. You know, I like I like I like twenties, thirties, and forties, and then like I skip a little bit, and then like it's just that era where that where they were pumping out a bunch of great recordings and hits. They were only recording white people, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with me and if then, you want. Well, but I mean, Elvis did bring some black music into his recording, but he was of course white. he did. Yeah, but, but because he is, <laughs> yeah. because he was yeah. white and he loved black music right. too, mm-hmm. and he brought that through. But yeah. exactly, came in the form yeah. of a white man. Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely to, just at that point. I love just the way just music to, has evolved, you know, because like humanity. Yeah, but it's also and it's I mean, like ever evolving too. Like it's, it's also crazy that like a lot of music wouldn't exist if if stuff wasn't so crazy before, right? If there wasn't slavery, there might not be blues music. Spirituals, blues, like... If they, well, also, like, the, the, I, I love Cuban music. They're great. They're great. And I don't know it I don't, well. I don't know Cuban well music well enough, but oh. I know it's just, like, happy. It's just, happy music. It definitely is. Uh-huh. You, you gotta look... Yeah. It, that's definitely a difference between blues. Yeah. Uh, but, but, like, you look up Afro-Cuban music, and, and that only happened because they would... Slaves would come to Florida, and then they would ship them to South America and Cuba. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and and somehow they would they would go up to like Mexico, and that's why there's a lot of mixed color in Mexico. I think they found right. more freedom there. Yeah, 
I assume. Because I think the Spanish were still really taking over South America, and I think that's why they were the ones trading. Who else was trading? I don't know. We don't learn enough about that in school, huh? No. It's so stupid. It's so stupid that, like, what the one of the best things that I got out of high school was typing. I, I do appreciate that. <laughs> that is the truth. I use it, I use it all the I, I time. I type really well because of high school. That was yeah. A friend of my a friend of mine last night when we were having barbecue. He's the one that told me that. He's like, that's the best thing I got out of high school. I was like, you're right. It's so true. Just typing. Yeah. And having read Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> I got really good at. Uh... Oregon Trail, like as a kid, I got though, like, really good at jerking off. <laughs> I was so good at it. One minute, boom. <laughs> oh, used to man. time me. Uh, well, yeah, but I just really I love black music, and, and I think I, I mean it's one of it's just it's just it's crazy. It's because it's true. I don't maybe maybe it would not have come around a lot of things, Afro-Cuban music, and just a lot of things that happened and. And just mm-hmm. or even like like Florida, like or take yeah take Florida and and black music there is like really Western harmonic. They're using these brass instruments that are very Western, and then by which I mean like white around, you know like like Mozart and all that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, those yeah. instruments they're using those, but they're playing them like jazz with those in between tunings, and they're using yeah. minor thirds and major chords, and they're just. They're finding different scales, but they're using. They had their own scales. You know that. Uh-uh. They had they had their own scales, and, yeah. and as Africans, they had their own music and their own scales. And then you ship them over here, and they give them all these instruments that don't play those scales and are not tuned to those scales. Right, so they they come up with jazz. Yeah. They come out with jazz. They started, you know, just using their ear and like, well, we're trying to find these in betweens that don't exist on this instrument. That's cool. Well, I, I hope I hope I can find more blues records. If anyone can help me out there, you know, if anyone has send some, I'll some buy blues some. Records. Send me some blues records and I'll, send, and I'll send you something, like a, <laughs> like my underwear. <laughs> Just kidding, no one wants that. A picture of me smiling, holding the record. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. I'll show you my happiness. <laughs> <laughs> not through That should form. be enough. <laughs> yeah, that should be enough, right? <laughs> but if it's not and you have a really good blues record, well, I'll send you my underwear. <laughs> I don't know if that will be good enough. But. Uh, plays another song. Where are we at here? True. Plays one of them major tunes. All right. Just because. Oh wait, wait. Well, I was going to ask you about the about that last song. Yeah. And we got into this whole. Yeah. I got into a rant, but that last song you were talking about going from Memphis up back here. Have you traveled down to Memphis? No, no, I've never been to Memphis. Well, actually, I went to Memphis one time over spring break. So you just made that up? I just made it up. You just felt like writing a song that... Yeah. You were just upset in your head, and you can play things out when you're just pretending them? Yeah, and it came out like that. Um, Like, it was more so... Like, I was just more so, like, just like, okay, I'm going to write a song, like, and I was, like, missing Chicago. I think I had that first verse first that came, like, pretty naturally is the Got Chicago on My Mind. Yeah, and then, then it just took a they dark just, turn. <laughs> you just kept playing and singing. Was like, like, oh. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be real. You're just making stuff yeah. up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've I mean, that's what I went kind of went to college for is to make up stories and yeah, cool. So that's this is just another way of telling making stories up or telling yeah. stories or whatever storytelling. That's yeah. folk music, man. This one's called uh, "Kick the Bottle." 
I don't remember. I was just about to play it, and I was like, what the hell am I playing? You don't even have to name them before. All right. Whatever. Just well, I hit rock bottom The day you walked out that door I went straight for the bottle Then straight to the floor But I picked myself up One piece at a time Now the world ain't so blurry Through these unbroken eyes And I had to choose Which one to lose So I kick the bottle Cause I wanna kick it with you So I kick the bottle Yeah, I swear that's the truth Yeah, honey, it's good, it's gone This time it's gone for good Brought us nothing but sorrow So I gave it the boot Yeah, I kicked the bottom Cause I wanna kick it with you There's nice. a second verse, but I just Stop, blanked dude, out. Dude. <laughs> dude, that was a great firm, form. Firm. That's the point. You should play it like that. Yeah. Like how you just did. They had a great form. <laughs> well, yeah, but there is a second verse, and I'm sorry because I did write that with another guy, and and second <laughs> verse. And we wrote it all together, but whatever, dude. I like it like that. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, there's a little Whoa. snippet from Kick the Bottle. <laughs> no way. I like it like that. <laughs> I like the, that's definitely the best song thus far that I've heard. Well, thank you. Personally, I wrote that with Simon Reed just to give him a shout out. He's again not gonna care, right? <laughs> He's not gonna care. No, no. If we put it up for download and all that, and th- it's just some people. <clears throat> I am living in Nashville, and some mm. people do have record are signed yeah, no. to record labels, and they make these crazy contracts where yeah, if they record the song, you can't have it up anywhere else you right. could do like a live thing but it can't be downloadable oh okay you know what I mean yeah 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 that's part of the contracts that they make and um. just, ugh you know <laughs> well, what I no, mean well he won't care that's right now silly. we're just trying to get outlets you know so silly the, the music industry the old music industry you're dead <laughs> go away so silly like just right it really was just people taking advantage of artists mm-hmm. that's what that's all it was yeah well, I feel like it's evolved too, and like there is points of that in the music industry. But if like, if you find your way, like within a good, I think it's gone. I don't think it could exist anymore. I think that form, like we're not we're not gonna be the same contracts, or just they're just gone. Like we're gonna do business in a completely different way, and it's not the music industry where you get in a room and you pump out hits. Yeah, I mean you could do it that way. Oh. Uh-huh. But I think we're really starting to come to to songwriters. Yeah, it's true. Like, how good of a song can you write? You uh, know, and the Beatles did that. Uh-huh. They they were there establishing the music industry while at the same time establishing the new music industry. Yeah. Boom. That's <laughs> all ahead of their time they were. Yeah. Wow. 
But that's what's something that amazed people, huh? Back in the day, like how many of their own songs they wrote. Yeah. It's still you amazing. See, you don't see that as often. Well, especially in country music, you don't see that as often. But Because of, yeah, because of what Nashville is. Mm-hmm. Which is a great kind of outlet for songwriters. Like they, uh, they kind of fix it to be, you know, like. I don't like it. Don't like the music. Don't care. Never listened. Still don't care. Not going to listen. You know, personally. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still a business, and yeah, yeah, it is. It's primarily a business, right? I want to primarily a, make music, right? I think most artists still want to do art. that too. Even country artists, to some degree, yeah, they do, yeah, and they can, yeah. In fact, JT and the Kentucky Brushfire is a country band, right. I think. Yeah, forgive me if you hate that term because he hates it when I tell him that. <laughs> he will like correct me. Yeah, but what do they say they are? Mm, he sent me, a, he, uh, and, and the one text that he corrected me and, and labeled himself, he said, they are rock, soul, blues, something like that. There was some, like, and I was like, dude, that's country. Yeah. And, and what makes a country is that you're here. You know what I mean? Like here as in Nashville? Or? Well, you're here in the South. You're here, like you're in the part of the world that really produces country. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The world. Yeah. This is country central. Yeah. And you're you're here, right? And you're He's making you're, some you're some making, sort of country. You're, you're making fantastic music, but it's real country. Yeah, it's not the. I, he hates it because of the relation it has to the Nashville industry, mm, or where it's become. But I don't. Yeah, but I don't think people care that much. Like I know country's huge, but I think I think people are gonna easily wake up to. All this new fantastic music that's being done. You know how I mix this record? I'm mixing it by... Uh, I played it off these monitor speakers. Uh-huh. I went into the next room. Set up the microphones over there. Recorded it back so it's a literal chamber. Uh-huh. Going through these hall, Through this one hall. Goes to the next to the next room. To the art studio. Uh-huh. And so I literally recorded a chamber sound. That's cool. Yeah. And then I just give it a little delay. And yeah. like... It just, it's a, and that's it. That, some compression, some EQ. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's the product. You know? Yeah. It's real. Mm-hmm. It's it's back. It's taking a it's right. taking a 360. It's back back again to where it was. Yeah. You know, 50 years ago. 60, 70 years ago. You know? While black people were making great blues and, and jazz and most of the blues, I think, back then, they were, the white people were making great country. Yeah. You know, well, <clears throat> it's just a parallel. There's a two, two way street, I guess. Yeah. I not a two way street, just a two two different directions. And and somewhere like now, I feel like they're kind of. I think there's, I think we're we're better than than ever before. And I think more than ever, white and black people are coming together. And and there's less tension. And we're really, hopefully, turning this into a brotherhood. Hopefully. Hopefully, right? Yeah should be like that yeah no matter what yeah well play us another song all right this one is <clears throat> well i guess you told me not to introduce him right i just no, just play him <clears throat> just fucking play him we're just just play him <laughs> <laughs> i'm say it for my help it's called don't do whiskey which is not a true story <laughs> oh the other song was good <clears throat> go back to this song but yeah play me this okay. don't do whiskey <laughs> Thank you. 
You were looking so good in that sunset light Glass of whiskey on a Sunday night Burned so good when I drank you in Fell like fire upon my lips Sweet addiction, you got me hooked The very first taste I knew I would Fall harder than I ever felt The highest buzz I ever felt Now I don't do whiskey I don't do Sunday sunsets I'm done letting you run poison through my veins And I've got a clearing I'm healing up from all the damage So anytime it comes around I pour it down the drain I don't do whiskey Every day with you was a shot of life You could warm me up while sitting on ice But you left me cold, you left me numb At the bottom of the bottle you were done So now I don't do whiskey I don't do Sunday sunsets I'm done letting you run poison through my veins And I've got a clear head I'm healing up from all the damage So anytime it comes around I pour it down the drain I don't do whiskey Don't do whiskey. I don't do Sunday sunsets. I'm done letting you run poison through my veins. And I've got a clear head. I'm healing up from all the damage. So anytime it comes around, I pour it down the drain. I don't do whiskey. You were looking so good in that sunset light Glass of whiskey on a Sunday night Nice. That's the second one you do about... Whiskey. No, about not drinking. About... Oh, yeah. I about kicked hold, the bottle. Yeah, I did those hold, two. Holding did back. I, did I do that twice in a row? That's okay. I sing like I'm singing that song as I drink whiskey. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it kind of came up in a cool idea, and like um, the girl I wrote it with. Um, I guess yeah. I mean, you're also writing all yeah. these songs. Do you have any that you just you wrote? That first, the I'm coming home. That was the one I just wrote. 
Do you want me yourself? to play another one that I just wrote by myself? Yeah, the next one you do. We do it now, actually. Just do it right now? Yeah. All right. Put your whiskey down, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you hypocrite. I look at the next you hypocrite. I look at the next one that I'm like, oh, this is the one I wrote by myself. Another one that I wrote by myself. And of course it's called Whiskey Tastes Good Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that as a nice contrast where I could go on to another one. Go no, do that one. Alright. So it was the other people that gave you that idea of like, ah, oh, man, it's, it's all about kicking. Well, whose idea was it to, to So let's say kick the bottle. Kick was the bottle, that Simon? was an idea that I had came up with because I thought it was just like a cool, just a different way to say. Like, well, actually, it was, cl- it was clever that it was kick the bottle because I want to kick it with you. Yeah. So it was contemporary that, in that sense, speech-wise. But it was like kind of classic country as you sing it mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's what kind of like maybe one of... Or that was the first line I wrote for it. I kind of came up with like a melody and stuff, and then I brought it into Simon, and me and him usually come out with some good stuff. And what about the last one you just played? I don't don't do, do whiskey. whiskey. I wrote that with a girl named Alex Masters, uh-huh. and she came into the room with that idea. She said she was drinking one night, and she heard all these girls like, "Oh, I can't do tequila anymore." Oh, like right. kind of like got they idea. got too drunk off of this thing, and we kind of turned it around. And like don't do whiskey. Doing like association with this person that you've. <sighs> that's the problem with writing all these songs with all these people like it's cool <laughs> but you get you come out with all these songs that are just just a the the tiniest bit not 100% you I don't know it's true but I mean that's about like, that's storytelling like that's true you look at you like you look should, at any form is, of uh, entertainment like yeah people music. write things together people it's definitely cool it's, well I mean that in like movies like it's like you don't go to just see true movies like right I mean you can go and I enjoy documentaries I enjoy like movies that were based on something but like yeah yeah I mean yeah well, what's the most people you think you could write with um the most people I have ever written with well the most people I've ever written with and gotten a song out of it yeah. are three Nice. I once was in a room with like five people, and that Everyone's was just way fighting. too much. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, fighting. It was no, just yeah, like it, we couldn't all agree on something, you know, and like kept on changing uh, it back. And That's, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I've never done it. You never, never? Have you, you've co-wrote before, right? Or Never, no. No? Never successfully, no. It's weird. I can't, I've never personally been able to do it. Like what I said, like when I first moved to Nashville, like everyone's like, you got to co-write, you got to co-write, you got to do this. Fuck them. And, well, I mean, you kind of do. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here with my opinions. But, Fuck them. And like, because it was, it was weird, because you usually think about songwriting as like something that's really true to you. and like That's how I see it. But then like, and then, but like. There's definitely an art and a beauty to doing it with other people. Yeah. And if I have a song that like, I want to write that's very true to me. Like, you're, I'll write you're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah, that's the song I'll do next. That's important. This next song, um, as he what, sets down his whiskey glass, <laughs> it's not. It, this isn't the whiskey song. Oh. Um, unless you want me to do that right now, it's up to you. Both. Just doing both right away. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just playing back, back. All right. We'll know which one's which by what you sing. I, one time, I read something great. There's this great club in, in Boston called Club Pessim, and it's my favorite venue ever Shout that I've out. ever been to. <laughs> well, you know what's great, actually, for anybody listening? You can listen to Club Pessim. You can watch performance in Club Pessim live through Concert Window. That's cool. Amazing. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's a fantastic venue, but uh, what was I going to say? I made me forget. I thought I started talking about 
concert window. Whatever. You were telling me about the club. That Great you loved club. it. It's a good club. Great club. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. The one thing... Because you know how I told you, like, don't don't necessarily name your song? Yeah. The one... Uh, when I went wanted to do open mics there, I did, uh-huh. I did some open mics there, and uh, the, the thing that they would... They actually had a whole page on how to do the open mic. Because they just probably got fed up with all the bad open micers. That, and it's not Nashville. Nashville has way better open mics yeah. than Boston did, probably. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, they definitely do. Like, 8 off 8 is great. Well, I mean, there's... There's so many. There's so many. But let's uh, let, let me, back to Club Asim is it, the one night that they did do the open mics. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a web. They literally have a web like link to just how to do the open mic, and the guy that runs it wrote it. And he says like one of the things that he says is, "Don't go on and on about your song. Just play it. And if yeah. you're if you did a, if you were successful in writing the song, then people get right <laughs> like." Get That's, the message because people started talking like, "Oh, I wrote this one when this, when this, and yeah. then this was happening." Like, shut up and just play it. Well, when you have to explain your song so people get it, like it's then you're not storytelling. You're not really telling a story very much, but like, well, play me those two songs. You know which okay. ones they are? Yeah. Okay. Don't cool. t- don't tell you the name. No, back All to right. back. I don't think that you're coming home Cause I've got a feeling that you aren't alone It's four in the morning, you won't pick up your phone Don't think that you're coming home Now I've locked the door, put a box on the floor Filled it with all of your guilt I've wasted my time Giving you all of mine And you tore apart what we built So go on and leave And just let it be Filling my glass up with ice And I'll be just fine When I turn out these lights Cause whiskey tastes good tonight Well you had that look in your eyes The blankest of stairs With something to hide Now it sits like a stone In the back of my mind you had that look in your eyes Now I've locked the door Put a box on the floor And filled it with all of your guilt I've wasted my time Giving you all of mine And you tore apart what we built So go on and leave And just let me Filling my glass up with ice And I'll be just fine when I turn out these lights Cause the whiskey tastes good tonight Yeah, the whiskey tastes good tonight Yeah, the whiskey tastes so good tonight
Very nice. Can't oh, wait yeah. till you're old and have a shit ton of songs. <laughs> then you'll, that's what I mean. Those that's a that's a real story. It's cool. Yeah. Go on. Next one. All right. Mark me absent one more day My mind is up and gone away Though my soul will never change My life has rearranged Sidewalk cracks beneath my feet As if it's leading me To your warming touch Your everlasting love There's a morning song Sung by everyone And it carries me along My work here is done Gonna see my son To thy kingdom come Past the setting sun I'm headed home I'm heading home So don't you cry for me It's hard enough for me to leave But I'll see my family And you'll keep my memories And cheers to all my friends Yeah, I'll be seeing you again Till then I'll be around Just up in heaven looking down There's a morning song Sung by everyone And it carries me along My work here is done Gonna see my son to thy kingdom come As the setting sun I'm headed home well, I'm heading home Nice, and those two were just you? Those were both just me. That I just I so much regret not having told you to just play your own stuff. <laughs> well, a lot of it, 
Look, it's not that the other songs are bad, just those were the best ones. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Both of those were the best ones. And <clears throat> earlier when I was saying just a little bit of... What did I use? I, I, I gave it a euphemism. I said there's a little bit, like... When I was describing... Yeah, what, you were what, saying there's just like it's not as true when it doesn't come yeah. from just. And you. <laughs> I wanted to, and the only word that I can remember thinking that I wanted to say was dishonest. Not that it's dishonest; right. it's just that's the best part. Look, let me ask you: What's the best part of a song? What's the what makes a good song? I don't know. Truth, as, so you can feel it. Honesty. You can hear honesty yeah. and like yeah. something that will connect with you. It's just yeah, and whenever like. Those songs that I was here was like written by multiple people, unless it's like a Lennon McCartney song. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, unless yeah. it's a Lennon McCartney, but they were they're like brothers. Right. It's different. Yeah. But I just a little, just lacking in a little honesty whenever I hear. But that song kicked the bottle though. I really like that one a well, lot. Thank you. Actually, maybe when we stop this thing, I'll, like you'll record the whole thing of that song, uh-huh. and then I'll play I'll play it on the end of Kevin's podcast sure. you know yeah. what i mean yeah. i always play a song at the end of yeah, yeah. a podcast now uh-huh. and i'll do that cool or not i don't know i like these songs <laughs> i need something to play at the end of his podcast all right but one of these songs i'll definitely play one of, the, one of your songs maybe at the end of yours i don't know well those those songs are great man i mean it well thank you very much yeah, i really like those songs i'm glad we got those those recorded i i can cut these if you like and send them to you yeah. You know what I mean? So you can put them on your SoundCloud or internet website. Yeah. I'm crossing out one side. Yeah, no, I know. So what's another, what's <laughs> another, you know, that you wrote? Another really good one. That one's great. I really like the... Mm-hmm, just the, like the movement of the bass yeah. line. Um, That's good. Well, I got one more that I wrote by myself to play for you today. Just one? Yeah. How dare you. I'm sorry about that. Write more songs. Just kidding. Well, I like to shout out to all my songwriters out there. I like them. like his friends, you know? Like, sure. I enjoy making but, music with sure, them. Sure, but I'm not here interviewing... And I'm not interviewing you. Right. But I'm not here recording them. Well, you're listening to the music. I think I if they were here in the room playing the song with you, hmm. maybe that would be a whole other situation. Well, they're not, and I'm still going to play them. I'm sorry, Sal. Mm. <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> but Do you, do you want me to play another by me, or do you want to save it? No, I definitely want you to play that. We're at 50 minutes, man. Oh, are we? Yeah. Okay. It goes by fast, doesn't it? It does. Because it's fun. It's fun. It's exactly. We're yeah. just hanging out, mm. and I turn it into a recording session, but somehow I, I kind of try to keep right. keep it mellow. Mm. Like I don't even have the mics in your face. No. Yeah, I don't know. It feels very natural in here. Are you just when, hanging out? And thanks again for having me ah, here. No worries. But, uh, we're, yeah, we're at 50 minutes, and I'm generally keeping them at an hour now. Okay. Just because I have no other form. Right. <laughs> I don't know. So let's uh, talk to me for like a little bit before we play your last song out. Okay. Yeah. Talk to me about something. I don't know. What's <laughs> on your mind? Girls? No. Whiskey? Whiskey's always on my mind. Is it? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just I don't kidding. Know, man. I really want to find some blues records, though, for real. Yeah. God, you see any out there? You, see, you go to records? Do you ever go to record shops? 
I don't. I don't have a record oh, player. Oh, remind me to play that record. Yes. Old, old blues one that I found. And it's Norwegian. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not an original print, but they have. They had it. I don't know somehow they had it in Norwegian. Or Norwegian. Norwegian. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say somehow some Norwegian person had it. And, uh... It, it, like it's cool too. Like when you go to record shop, it'll tell you. It's, it says Norwegian import. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little yeah. sticker on it. Someone wrote that. Like it's it's still it's a tradable commodity. Is that what the word is? Did I say that wrong? I don't know. Point is, it's <laughs> it's it's tangible. It literally is a record. Yeah. You know, funny enough. Yeah, it's something you can hold, and it's. I don't know if they call if they first called it a record because it's a record, like a tangible thing, or if it's because it's been recorded. Well, I guess recorded. Re- I guess it's just because it's a record, right? It's a recorded record, record. Not, but not recorded necessarily. Yeah. Audio or orally, just it's just yeah. a tangible record. I guess that's it, what it's called a record. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. That's why I want to keep calling them records. Right. You know. Well, I mean, like. Even when someone puts out on just like an album in general, they still call. It, Why do they, they still call talk it about? Album? They still call it. They still talk about it like as a record. Like I really love this record. Like you guys are gonna love it. But like most of the time, like people are getting it from iTunes and stuff. Like, but there was a time in the two thousands when everyone was calling it an album. Yeah, was there it was. just me, or was there a yeah. time when everyone was calling it an album? Uh, well, I mean, that's and like, even I for like half a year was like saying album, and I was like, that's stupid. Well, I think it got so ingrained in my mind too. Like when people started talking and about records, was, yeah, like I was like, people don't make records anymore. Yeah, and then there became this whole like everyone bringing them back, records. buying records, and now they fucking love them. Yeah, because I I literally cannot hear those mixes, mm-hmm. and and me someone that like. I mix music every week. Right. I record you guys and then I put it together somehow and mm. make it so that everyone can listen to it on all sorts of platforms. The phone. I have to check it on the phone, on the laptop, yeah. in the car. You know? Uh, I don't always do that when I get lazy, but I should. <laughs> and 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 I can't hear those mixes online. They don't exist. They yeah. only exist in the form of records. And anything online is so processed, and it's just it's not the same. Right. And I'm trying to bring that back. I literally will buy them for that reason, so I can become better at mixing because I actually really enjoy mixing. Right. Like I love it now, mm-hmm. and it's uh, I listen to the records just to listen to how they mixed it and how they recorded it. Yeah. I love mixing and recording. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a record. I'm gonna keep calling it a record. You know how we plan we on putting that. out putting out records? Yeah. Through pen drive. Did yeah. I tell you that? Well, I've been listening. Oh, my, right, right. The yeah. pen drive has been very prominent in your that's, podcast. That's the way to do it now. Pen drive prominent podcasts. <laughs> that's hard to say. Say that. <laughs> pen drive pom- prominent, prominent podcasts. podcasts. Pen drive prominent podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's different. But uh, but I le- like I'm, I'm supporting that people share it. Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Right. Well, I don't want to. <clears throat> I don't want to keep any music from you. Yeah. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. Like there's a and we were talking about it we we're like before I don't know with who I was talking about it with but about there's a difference between wanting to share it because you think it'll make somebody someone's day and there's a difference between you're trying to play a song to attract people to come in and buy your product right that's different mm. so I want people to share it but at the same time I'm thinking about what to keep from the old music industry. And, and assimilate it into what we're doing now. And and I think there's still a place for ASCAP, you know, and BMI. Well, I mean, those are the people that protect protect all the songwriters. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've always, I've always, I've never, like, they're the ones 
that I've never disliked throughout this whole like through my teenagers and and still now through now it's it's I've always thought about like so saw the seeing the music industry as in like well these people are terrible and and but never did I see ASCAP and BMI like that like they were always just there to have your back yeah and it's it's really a small fee and yeah. they can collect and if you're if if you're if you're actually producing content and good content it's just tiny ass fee for yeah. the amount of money that they generate for you right yeah they're cool they're still they're still a place for them yeah wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that like who am I to be saying right. that anyway you guys can join along on this party yeah, right <laughs> stupid <laughs> But that's all just I, I as think, long as you bring a bottle of whiskey. Just bring me a bottle of whiskey and I'll let you yep. give me money. <laughs> I, I accept whiskey and money. <laughs> Both tradable. And chickens. But they have to be young. Yeah. <laughs> and young chickens. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I know, but... No, but but I mean that like not in the like you can join my party in that like I still will use them as yeah. a like I will pay if if I like like have to I guess if I'm gonna put out this record with with yeah. you know Kentucky Brushfire then uh, then yeah I guess I'll probably have to pay ASCAP or something. I don't know how any of it works. I don't know how any of it's gonna work. I'm so I, oblivious I, to all that, and I wish I knew more. But I knew I know how it used to work. It used to be like the the music industry would run everything including the record label so basically here's how it works if from my understanding from the little bit that I do understand this is what I understand there's two two things that you can sell legally because they're copyrighted one the recording and two the composition mm. so you go to a record label and they have all the equipment and all the engineers and all the marketing and basically everything that I'm doing. Not I'm not doing it as well, <laughs> but they were, on the grand scheme. I'm tr- of on the grand yeah, scheme yeah. of thing, I'm trying to do everything that they were doing. Yeah, and they own the recordings. Makes sense because they did record everything. Like they own the recordings, not the composition. Yeah, and the songwriter owned the composition. And and then you have to sell that product, but you. But along the way, I guess you you register with ASCAP, the recording, not the composition, and I think that's why record labels got just so much. They just took so much of it that, like, you know what I mean? They kept most of it. Here's the, here's an example. Uh, Michael Jackson with Thriller, he made two hundred and fifty million dollars. Not his, bad. His record company made two hundred and fifty billion. Now, what percentage is that? Ten percent? No, less. Really? Yeah. It's not one percent, is it? Close. Something like that. I don't you know. Math. I, I, I think about it. It got to the point where like they would give you some cash, and then and then you record mm-hmm. your record, and they would say, "Not until you, we pay off everything that we had to pay for, oh. do you start getting twelve cents a record." And they got a lot of people to pay for it too, like the promotion. But twelve cents a record. Yeah. You wrote it. You fucking performed Put it. Put your heart into it. Yeah. You no. It was literally wouldn't ex- like the, yeah. like Kentucky Brushfire record that we want to put out. That wouldn't exist without them. Yeah. And me too. Like yeah. Like the way it came out and it sounds. But no one's trying to get greedy because we both we're both we're all musicians and really yeah. And that's I think a, a super dis uh, something that we should f- focus on and give it significance is that musicians are now running 
the music industry. Yeah, well, it's a fine whatever line because... It is, whatever the music industry is. Because you want to make music. You want to enjoy making music, but you also want to make a living making music. I've still got whiskey. Thank you, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have to... Well, yeah, you have to make a living. You have to feed yourself. But it's it's also how many hours are you willing to put into it. True. Which is... I'm willing to put in all my time. The grunt work, yep. Yeah. Like, like if I didn't have to work as a waiter, then I would be doing this more than just twice right. a week. Yeah. I could do, I could do could five do, of these a yeah, week. Yeah, in more five. even if you wanted to. Yeah. And how, and how many musicians would I be supporting? Because I do it for free. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They would just be like, just come yeah. and would just be producing content and, and, and be new because there's so much content out there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful outlet for music. Like, I think so. Yeah. And it all came from selflessness. Yeah. Because it wasn't, when I moved here to Nashville, I thought, oh, well, I want to be a musician and I got to start putting my songs out there. And it was about me, 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 me. Yeah. Then when I decided, well, I want to leave now. I actually don't really like Nashville that much. <laughs> industry here is not that great. I love the songwriters, but the industry is not that great. I don't really feel like being part of it. Mm. Then I thought, hey, why don't I just, I got to do something, right? So then I just decided to start inviting people over, yeah. right? Like I told you earlier, and just to record. Mm. And it came out of that selflessness. Yeah. That's how this podcast came about. Mm-hmm. And and something that, I, I mean, like my, my dad's a musician. And recently, the past few years, we, we started meeting some family in Mexico uh-huh. and we would go and at the end of the night that's what we would do they were all musicians yeah. too runs in the family so we would hang out at the end of the night and just play songs and it was just like this like listen just to room. each other yeah yeah just 10 people usually but it wasn't it, we weren't trying to write songs right right. it was just 10 people just pass around the guitar and everyone plays a song we're storytelling everyone's yeah. talking have a good time uh, and just that and, and that's what that's one of the best parts about music it's uh-huh. literally like in front of you it's not in a huge audience that's cool yeah. too if you're Freddie Mercury and know how to pull that off <laughs> but, if, but if you're not if you're like the rest of us you know then it's actually some of the best times are, are in the living room or around a campfire around a campfire and in, in your kitchen anywhere just just you in front of in your bedroom mm-hmm. just it's really intimate yeah I, I mean that's what we do with my family like it's on my mom's side of the family like if you don't play an instrument like like it's it's weird. Like, like you're, not part, most, you're not a part of it. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, we're not going to shun the people that can't play music. <laughs> but like most, hang. like it's amazing how many people on my mom's side of the family can just pick up an instrument or just sing. I think just, everybody could. I think everyone can. Probably, try. probably. I think it's just like it becomes that thing when you're a little kid. Like, well, you want to be a part of it. Yeah. Or even even not necessarily just such. Or a I mean, kid. just people that dance. I mean, there are tone deaf people out there. Like, <laughs> you think? like I, maybe I don't know if I've ever met. A, maybe I have. I think I have met a tone deaf person. Maybe not. Or maybe I've, they're just voices, just not trained because like they not at all. Maybe, they like, never tried. Like yeah. literally, there's people that have. You and I have tried a lot. Yeah, you know, have tried. Like, that's what because we that's love all it. we do. Yeah, and, we love and, it. and and yeah, there's people that literally have not even tried. Really, like for just an hour, just <laughs> like let me really sing this line, right? And just get it right for an hour. Most people never like really tried to do it, yeah. but but that's what we gotta help. We gotta promote it in like early stages, and it should be a part of school, shouldn't it? Yeah. Fuck's sake, it should be a major part of school. Yeah. Did you know that a- the Asian population has a larger percentage of people with perfect pitch? 
I didn't know that, but I could see it. Much larger because because uh, they do music as kids, and mm-hmm. literally, it's something that a lot of a lot of kids pick up on. Like you literally learn it as a kid. Yeah, I don't know if everybody, but that's the theory. Like maybe everybody could actually learn it, uh-huh. some form of it. Yeah, I don't know. It just it should be. Should it's be like done. that movie Elf. <laughs> what about that movie Elf? He's like everyone can sing. It's oh. just talking, but just extending your voice or something like that. I forget That's what he says. True, it is. Uh, and I didn't quote the movie exactly, pr- so we yeah. don't have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have to pull this. Yeah. Some people, some people have trouble talking too, though. <clears throat> true, right? I mean, I'm kind of in, like, I'm not like a really outgoing person. Yeah. But like, I'll. Yeah, you seem to have some anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> is that fair? That's fair. I don't know how much, but like. Because, well, but you're also an adult now. Yeah. So you've grown comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't always that comfortable. Right. I remember times being really uncomfortable and just like, just self-aware and just like, just didn't really feel yeah. like I had a purpose. <laughs> Is it just me? I don't, well, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of people. Huh. I never felt like I never had a purpose. Not to sound, not to just like. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not to put like... you down or anything. But like, <laughs> I just and I think a lot of that came from my family. Like, like I love my mom and dad so much for like yeah. just like even just allowing me to go to school to be a screenwriter. Like, yeah, you know. And then, oh, my parents are super supportive. Yeah, compared to a lot. Of and then coming out of it and just being like, I don't like. Okay, go serve tables for a while and try to, you know, do that. Like, no judgment at all. Like, it was just like. You know, and I feel like that's main, like, I'm not saying, like, all families are out there, like, don't do that, don't pursue your dreams, but, like, it's just nice to be, come from a family like that, you know, that's like. Yeah, I mean, I came, I came from a, a, a family of immigrants. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they were, my dad was a musician, but I don't think he ever really specifically wanted me to pursue it career-wise. Right. My mom was probably the only person, but I mean, understandably, he's just looking yeah. out for me. Yeah. It makes sense. But my mom was, pro- it's probably the only person that never doubted me. Uh-huh. Pretty much. I think so. Everybody else, and my dad second, you know, right. to that. But everybody else was like, at some point or another, like, you know, and one of my sisters, a couple of my sisters, but... I mean, I think everybody, all my sisters, and just, just, and all my family, and just all my friends, and just everybody at some point, it's like, well, maybe it's not going to happen. Right. I think, you know, basically most of my parents have been the most supportive. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But just because, well, only because they care about you. And, and right. I don't even think it's, I think it's also in, in not knowing what else to do. Yeah. Parents, good parents do that. In not knowing what else to do, they just support you. Right. Because ultimately, what else do you do? You don't, un- or shun somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> well. I'm glad I wasn't shunned. <laughs> I am, me too. I'm glad I wasn't shunned. There are people though, right? There's yeah. people that like, just kind of get kicked out of their family. Yeah. Ugh. Some tough shit. Well, yeah. place that with this one. I'm not I'm happy or no. Is this a happy song? <laughs> I like no. <laughs> <laughs> I could play that island time song. That's kind of happy. Uh, no, I want you to play one that just you wrote. Wait, what's it called? It's called Wishing Well. 
So it's not a happy song? It's not really a happy song. Play us a happy song. Just because. Because I t- totally my fault. We started getting all philosophical, talking about life and... <laughs> and on a day that we just shouldn't have. Well, my only happy song is that Island Time song. <laughs> is it a good the, song? Do you want me to do the Crying Shame one? Do you want me to? Do, <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to do? I kind of want to do. I, I killed. I put my dog down. Song. <laughs> I have one called "I Put My Dog Down." <laughs> have another one called "I Got Hepatitis C," <laughs> and then I have the other one. Uh, my. Uh, two flat tires. Two flat tires. Which one do you want to hear? <laughs> Just kidding. None. Please go home. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just play whatever you want. Whatever you want. All right. Well, this is a song called "Wishing Well." It's another one that I just wrote by myself. I will play it for you. Been six feet under for just a few days. Been feeling like this since she's gone away. Now I roam through this yard, past the crosses and graves, searching for the plot where my baby lays. Might as well have died in a wish. Well, well, I see my angel in up in hell. For where I am going, the Lord never tells me a thing. But my baby. Baby, she's calling my name She's calling my name Well, I hear her crying Out in the wind Just longing to see Her face again And I've wasted my time Living my life in sin Heaven's just a place that I'll never get in Might as well have died in a wishing well Well, I see my angel in up in hell Never tells me a thing But my baby Yeah, my baby She's calling my name She's calling my name Oh, she's calling my name Thank you. All the ones that you did by yourself were the best ones. Well, thank you. Just putting it out there. <laughs> Forgive me.
Forgive me, Simon, and the rest of you. Come, Simon. But like I said, maybe if they were here playing them with you, they'd be different. Yeah. Well, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Oh, any any gigs or anything like that that we need to put out there? Ah, I wish. <laughs> All right, then. No, I don't. <laughs> well, 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 I'll keep you updated. <laughs> yeah, we can always write it on Facebook and all that. Right. Bye. Traipsing through the universe On my way back to you I'm free falling into your heart You don't fall into mine Just say your goodbyes Maybe until next time So I close my eyes as I fall into you Forget that we're breaking all the rules Yeah just the way that it goes I'll take you with me Wherever I go I'll take you with me Hey, that was E-R-A uh, Euphoric something something Totally blanked But that was E-R-A And they're going to be on the podcast next week I met them through a Tribe Called Quest tribute concert that they performed, and they killed it. Killed it. All the lyrics, every every person was performing, and, like, people were just, they just did it right. And it's just, how do you pull off a Tribe Called Quest live? You gotta be killer. So I'm excited. I've been waiting all month. Anyways, yeah, ERA, they're gonna be on next week. Should have it up by like the 32nd, probably at the most, the latest, uh, maybe the 31st. Anyways, check them out.